Welcome to the Relaxed Dog Podcast. The podcast where the dogs are the stars of the show. Welcome to the Relaxed Dog Podcast, sponsored by the Relaxed Dog. Thank you for listening. I'm your host, Robert Ober, and I hope that you and your dog are well. Our guest this week is Peter Rose, and he's going to tell us all about Willow and a few other bits. Also, this week in dog news, in Louisville, Kentucky, a family received a pleasant surprise when they collected their young daughter's yearbook. Hadley Joe had just graduated from kindergarten and alongside her picture was a picture of Hadley Joe's service dog Ariel. Reason why? Hadley Joe suffers from epilepsy and during her time all through kindergarten Ariel was by her side. Wasn't that nice of the school to do that? In other dog news, I mentioned last week that the Boston Robotics dog Spot, well, Spot has been travelling around the world. He was been sighted in New Zealand herding sheep. At this rate, we might even have a new segment, Spotting Spot or Not. Anyway... Now to this week's interview, Pete Rose will tell us all about life with Willow. Well, welcome everyone. I'm here with my friend and mentor, Peter Rose, and tonight we're going to talk about a Willow. So, Peter, welcome. Hello, Robert. How are you, mate? I am fantastic today. Zelf? It's a pleasure to be here, my friend. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm so happy to see you. You've... Um, <laughs> You you look good over the summer, my friend. <laughs> likewise, <laughs> likewise. <laughs> oh, Can't wait to catch up in in person. No, no, we will, we will one day. We'll hit the snow. So. Sounds good. So Willow. Yes, yes, she's uh, she's a uh, an exceptional animal. She's she's actually uh, eleven years old at the moment uh, at this point in time, but uh, in December, eleven year olds in December. Mm-hmm. The voice in the background, did you hear that? So, <laughs> so yeah, so um, uh, Willow is, uh, I don't have favourites, but if it was, it would be Willow. Willow? Because okay. she's, she's, the one that, she's the one that actually taught me more than I've actually taught her. Uh, and and she was, uh, she's a, a great leader. She's a great lead dog and she's, um, what would you say? She's enthusiastic. She's clinically, clinically correct, um, and it's it's wonderful to have a lead dog. You can't teach stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so. For those that listeners that aren't quite catching on, Willow is a the breed is Siberian Husky. I, I'm sorry, Robert. No, no, no. It's all right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, Willow's Willow's a Willow's a Siberian Husky. Um, why a Siberian Husky? 
I like Siberian Huskies. They are um, they are two year old children on Red Bull, and she's eleven year old, and she's still a two year old child. So yeah, Pete, and, Pete and is actually right mad on Siberian Huskies. <laughs> I am. And I am. I am. I one of the main the reasons he is is because, and you, if you've caught the link, lead dog. What does that actually mean? Yep. So the lead dog is actually a dog that's actually um, the sledding equivalent of a leader that runs a whole team. Uh, Willow has run a team from a two dog up to a 10 dog. So uh, I put her onto a 12 dog at one stage, but they they didn't gel as, as well as I could. Um, so back to a 10 dog and she did a exceptional her son Cy has run uh, her traits as well so he's genetically the same as as willow so willow's not a a fast dog but she's an accurate dog and the one thing that she wanted to do was actually please and the temperament did that um robert and i were talking before about temperament form and function temperament something that we we try and put or try and get um, because they are so easy to train. All they want to do is please. They want to make you happy. So temperament gives that nice, calm, uh, flow-on effect. So easy to train. Do lead dogs, do you train lead dogs? You can, but when they become lead dogs or they are lead dogs, that uh, inhibition to actually go out in front. Uh, when when I was training Willow, I, I start from the back and with the other dogs. So I start from the back and, and the dog wants to run round the other crew, wants to run round the other team. So she wants to move forward. And when I got her to go in front, it was a natural, a natural way that she actually moved and the way she she thought she had everything that she needed to make that uh, transition and 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 take charge and she was one of the one of the and it was surprising because you don't teach that you 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 stand in awe uh, because they listen they learn and they they make decisions for themselves and and you've got to make uh, they're the only dogs that we train to run away from us have you noticed that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're at the back. They're at the front. So, yeah, we a lot of people train the dogs to come to us. We don't. We train the dogs to run away from us, and they're very, very good at it. <laughs> so, yeah, so never let a, a Siberian off the lead. <laughs> Take us back a little bit to where or why Willow. Is there okay, Willow, specific reasons? Yep. Oh, well... We saw her father. Her father was an American import, and we saw her father. and, and Sniper was a he was a magnificent looking dog. He really was. He was a he was he was a great a great um, thinking dog, really. Um, and then we bred her with one of our uh, Siberians, one of our girls, and she was a smart dog. She really was. So where Willow came from, uh, she got all the traits of her father. And all the arrogance of her mother. So to put her in front was a natural order of things. So, <laughs> so yeah. So where did she come from? She came from a um, two uh, beautiful temperament dogs, and um, the lines that actually went through Willow 
um, made her smart. And she was a very sweet dog, actually. So, Okay. So we got on a, uh, a waiting list for anything like that or was just timing for you guys? Um, we, we bred her um, because the... Sniper was was a, a a great attribute, and we thought we could actually get something that was that was half as good as him. But I think Willow actually outshine Sniper as a as a sled dog, as a running dog. So yeah, mm-hmm. so the breeding programs started at that point. So um, our breeding changes because we 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 show dogs. We we started off showing the dog. So um, but running them to keep them fit. But the natural order of things, our breeding program all changed because um, I enjoyed training and running the the, the Siberians. So. Change in direction. Yeah, and I think going back to what dogs are supposed to be doing. Yeah, yeah, and no I think, disrespect I to think... the show world, standing around looking pretty, but actually <laughs> getting outside and doing yeah. what they do best. Yeah, well, we we run them, we run them when we were showing them to keep, to keep them muscled up, to keep them toned. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, the, the running side of it tend to t- took over because it was more enjoyable. We found that, that the dogs loved the open spaces more than they liked the ring. So, so, and, and I enjoyed that side of it as well. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed training them. So, so, yeah. So how was Willow as a, as a pup? She was mischievous <laughs> and stubborn. So <laughs> she was a she was a one of the most stubborn dogs I've ever seen. Um, we had, like I said, uh, I was telling you before, we had a a yard at one stage. We had fourteen dogs, and Willow was a baby. She was only a puppy, and she would not yield to the big dogs. Uh, the big dogs would push her over. They would never hurt her, but they she needed to to bend to their will. They needed she they needed respect. Willow gave it, but she wouldn't back down. She would, when they pushed her over, she would actually sit back up and stare at them. And it was, um, and I, I was a bit fearful for Willow at, the, at one stage, but um, she never backed away. But she never hurt anybody. So yeah, and she's still the same at eleven. She's still the same. She still earns respect. She 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 wants the the younger to, to know who she is, but she doesn't want to hurt them. So so yeah, great a great matriarch also a great teacher and a great learner so so yeah so uh stubborn 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 to a t <laughs> so as a pup how big was the pack she was in at your place uh here at one stage yeah here at one stage she would be running um through the week about seven dogs uh two big males and a lot of the females um her mother her auntie her grandmother and two big uncles so it was funny because she was not a big dog where the other ones were and she'd run in between their legs and, and, um, and <laughs> that's how she'd get away. So, yeah, so it was, it was something that there was – and I learnt more from Willow in the, the hierarchy than I did from anything else um, because she would, she would bow and she would bend but she also was resilient and she would actually, um, if she knew that she, that was, there was something that she wanted, she wouldn't, she wouldn't back down. She would, uh, hold the ground 
to the disgust of the bigger dogs. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um, and the one thing about Siberians, they are vocal. They do talk. They do. They do. The bigger dogs would actually argue with Shell um, that Willow's done something. Uh, she's she would take their toys and um, destroy the squeaker in them. You know? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, so it was those little things that she did. Uh, and 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 it's hard. It's it's easy to watch the dynamics. It's easy to watch the uh, this the the low or the bottom of the rung to the top of the rung and how they get there. Siberians don't peck one at a time. They usually go to the top first, and the top was her was her mother. So she was she was. <laughs> She was never game enough to take on a mother, so she always <laughs> stayed at the bottom of the pack. So, <laughs> so yeah. So, and all the all the rest. So Shakira was um, Shakira was a great dog. She was she was a smart dog too, but she didn't have what Willow had. And so, how many how many dogs as Willow sort of uh, in in your pack now? And she's sort of the matriarch now, isn't she? Yeah, yeah. She she's she's a ninety five percenter. So she's got 90, so she's off lead. So she's 95% of chance that she's going to come back. So, mm -hmm. um, so she's the top dog, if you like. Um, we've got the, the, the younglings or the, the, the youngers that actually follow her and she still talks to them and she still reprimands, but she also still plays with them. So mm -hmm. she'll call them outside and play with them. But when's enough's enough, she, she grumbles and growls and talks and carries on. She never hurts them, but she just tells them, that's it, I'm, I'm going inside. But her siblings, um, she has, she's a grandmother? Grandmother. So, yeah, so, she, her, so, yeah, so, so, yeah, so she's, she's part of that, that dynamic. But she still, she still runs the show. She still directs traffic. So. <laughs> And when when I want to um, when I want to teach as we're doing now when I want to teach the young puppies um, the younglings I will put them with Willow first mm -hmm. because she's sweet but she's militant she's got a job to do she does it uh, the puppy will play she'll tolerate the puppy but when it comes to working she's got the, the softness and the tactness and the toughness to actually get the dog to 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 move forward. So, um, so she, yeah, she's a great teacher. She really does. She she does a, a wonderful job to move them forward. So, okay. And does she still go out with the team now? Yeah, she does. Um, I've got the pensioners group. So, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, one of my old world dogs, um, Matilda, and I've got, and she's she's going to be twelve this year. So uh, Izzy's 10, Willow's 11, and Siska's 9. So that's the pensioner group. So we do, we do what they, they, they feel that they need to do. So one day we'll do 5Ks, uh, next day we'll do 3Ks, but they still put the harness on. They still want to get in that gang line. They still want to move forward. So, yeah, so Willow's out in front directing traffic as usual, not as fast as she used to be, of course, but still directing traffic, still so, enjoying it, <laughs> still enjoying it, and, and that's um, and that's one of the things. As long as they step into that harness, I will take them every time. So yeah, so so and and to be or to do what she does, or what they do at their age, um, 
it's 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 a really credit to them because they they love it. Siberians run. That's all they do. They don't they don't protect your house. They don't <laughs> they don't catch balls. They run. That's what they do. <laughs> so yeah, so you throw a ball to Willow and she'll look at you and go, yeah, obviously you don't want it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so. So yeah, and and she does. She does a, a a wonderful job. She's run a lot of kilometres. Uh, she is one of my my best snow dogs, as in racing in the snow. Willow will sniff out a track. She will never stop. Uh, she will make that team move the way they're supposed to move, um, and she will keep that line tight as as good as any dog can. So yeah, and still. I took her, her last race, she was 10 year old and she was still top 10. So, so, which is, which is a credit to, I, I, I really, you don't, you don't teach that. That's, that's in your puppies, you know, um, as, as a lot of the, the new people that we have in the Siberian Express, um, their dogs move forward. All you need to do is get them enjoy themselves and, and mm. they always do. No, so, so yeah, that's that's what um, that's what we try and get the 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 dogs to enjoy. <laughs> I know it's frustrating sometimes. You can't push a line, you can't push a rope. So yeah, you need them to move forward. So. <laughs> I think that some of the people listening would be probably a little bit surprised when they say, "What we've got snow mushers in Australia?" I mean, yeah. where? Yeah, <laughs> you know. that's- that's right, and so a lot of people don't understand that, uh, or, or don't realise that we that that um, we have hurling as well. So, <laughs> and that's 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 the oddest sport I've ever seen, isn't it? <laughs> so yeah, so dog dog sledding's in that in that sort of category. <laughs> the other great part about dog sledding is we've got a dry land version as well. That's true. That's true. We uh, we have uh, as long as it's cold enough. Yep. We run uh, nothing more than 14 degrees. So the humidity's got to be around the 50 to 70%. Uh, anything, any more humidity actually puts temperature on. So so we run less than 14 degrees. So we do have a dry land. We do, do it on scooters. Uh, that's how Willow started. I didn't do snow races until I started running a four-dog team. Willow and her absolutely fabulous partner um heart his name is and um the man was a machine but as all, as all species man has <laughs> to have direction it? <laughs> 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 all right so you had you had muscle and a navigation system so um heart was a a wonderful animal such a sweet dog he was muscle he was speed and he was muscle um, to one his to one of his stride, Willow would do two, but he couldn't run without Willow because his direction was crap. So, <laughs> <laughs> so Willow and him won so much uh, in two dog, and I loved. I simply enjoyed running them because it was pure ecstasy by their side because mm-hmm. they just wanted to go. The footage that I've got from years ago. Um, they've never been apart. They've always been shoulder to shoulder. And when I put them in a in a in a bigger team, I put Hart behind Willow because I knew that he would follow that tail everywhere he went. So, <laughs> so, 
So if you're going, we're going. So he, he, we, the best run that we ever did. If if the people were actually um, um, who know Canberra, Canberra's like <laughs> Mount Everest. It's after the snow. Um, Canberra's on the side of a mountain. And uh, hello, the Canberra people. Um, there is dog sledding down in Canberra. So, it certainly is. <laughs> so it's at uh, Cohen Forest. The the race down there is is again, it tests your metal, right? Mm. Because it's on the side of a mountain, and the Canberra Club, they put on a race that is hard. Um, you really do know. You really do need to know the metal of your dogs. Um, if if you are not mentally fit with your dogs, you will find it challenging. You will find it hard. You will find it uh, exhausting. If you are the same metal as your dog, you'll find it exhilarating. You will come back absolutely exuberating. And um, it is cold. It is hard. It is hilly and but when you get back you know you've actually accomplished something mm. because it's it's again it's it's on the side of a mountain um there's a lot of races that we have in australia we have victoria we have south australia western australia canberra uh dinner plain mount hotham there uh falls creek um or hopefully falls creek will go again um soon uh they are testing and challenging and I think when we when we race our dogs and we become a part of that dynamic, we have accomplished something. And um, with Willow and Hart and Siska and um, Matilda, that was something that, that I was so proud of. Did I win? Seldom. Not very often. But did I finish? Yes, I did. And yeah, when I got back... There was one leg in each corner and the dogs were happy and I was, I was, um, I'd accomplished something that not a lot of people do. So, yeah, so, you know, and, and to run um, two dogs, one dog, two dogs, uh, three dogs, four dogs, six dogs, eight dogs, it's something to have a wonderful dog in front who understands what you're saying and where you need to be and to have that fighting spirit and that arrogance to actually get you where you need to be, um, and and Willow was one of them. She was she was one of the one of the dogs that um, would not let anything anything get in the way. If I asked her to go somewhere, she would do it, and um, and that was that's why I don't have favourites, <laughs> <laughs> and that's why because of that. And her offspring are doing the same thing, uh, mm-hmm. and. And that line of temperament and that line of um, of um, going forward and arrogance and um, and it, and it is it's arrogance and pig-headedness. There's there's you're not going to beat me. This is this is what he he told me to do it, so I'm doing it. You know, so and that and that temperament and um, and that go forward is something that something that that they say that they say that the the Siberians or dogs in general are the ultimate athletes and they're the ultimate partners. Uh, on your on your your worst day, the dog will be sitting next to you. On the best day that you have, the same dog is sitting next to you. <laughs> yep. yep, and all the days in the middle. <laughs> and all the days in the middle. So um, would you rather have 
the, that would be the family member that I'd want next to me. <laughs> <laughs> now, people oh, yeah, might be so. thinking because of the the nature and these are all sports dogs and they're all they're athletes, but um, tell me, where do they stay? Where do they live at your place? Do you have a vast system of kennels out the back? <laughs> I built a kennel. Shell wanted to buy, uh, build a kennel for our dogs and they've never lived in it. <laughs> yeah, no, tell everyone where they do live. <laughs> uh, do I have to, Robert? Yes, they live on my bed. Um, <laughs> I have, I, a little bit at this point in time, I have six Siberian Huskies and um, when I get up for work, they get in. So <laughs> they, they, they crave, they, they want to be a part of your life. So they want to be a part of you. So therefore they are with you. Um, where do they live? My house is a dog kennel. <laughs> I, can, I can relate to that. <laughs> so, yeah. But in saying that, um, the I get a lot of response um, from when I get home. When I open the door, I... <laughs> I usually end up in my back and my lunch bag is gone uh, because they're just so happy to be with me. Um, so, yeah, so do they live inside the house? Yes, they do. Uh, does my car look like a mohair jumper? Yes, it does. Um, do they move in the house as individuals or as a pack? Both. Mm-hmm. Um, when When we... Are doing something uh, the dogs are involved because they're part of our life you know and, and and that's something that i think that that helps with the dynamics and the training because they are part of our life and they they teach they learn manners and they learn um equality and they learn hierarchy and they know what's right from wrong um they're all toilet trained they're all they all wait um i've <laughs> i have a doggy door and the doors are never closed mm-hmm. because they come and go as they please. Um, this is their house as well. So, you know, a, 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 a lot of people, my father was one of them. The, the dogs always, the dogs always were outside. They were never inside. I could never do that. I could never, I could never keep a dog outside because he was my best friend. You know, he was the one that stayed with me. Um, again, it's the, it's the dog, the worst and the best situations. So did, do the dogs, to answer your question, Robert, <laughs> do the dogs live inside? Yes, they do. <laughs> yes. So, yeah, so, you know, that, that, that is something that, that and a lot, not a lot of people uh, agree with that. A lot of people that dogs are, are, um, are an outside thing, but um, they are they are part of uh, the dynamic. I, I race them, um, I live with them, and and a lot of people who actually have big teams and big kennels, they have their particular dogs that actually do stay with them because they are they are part of the dynamic. And when they're puppies, it's 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 easier for them to listen. You can actually get a a sense of a sense of uh, they're starting to understand the hierarchy. They're starting to understand. So when I'm on that rig, or when I'm on the snow sled, or when I'm on the scooter, they can hear my voice. So therefore, um, that that dynamic of being top dog or, or top person 
is talking to them and they need to listen. So in the house is exactly the same. So I think it helps with the training. So, Yep, I very much think it's, yeah. it's, it is a question of sometimes to each their own. Yep. And it just shows a, another level of that you have dogs with jobs and they are able to be just the same as any other house dog that doesn't do any of these sort of things that does just lie in the lounge all day and can and that's that's yep. i think that's the key that they they can do that yep and and that's that's dead right and it's different strokes for different folks you know um like your dog and my dog uh, are all working dogs that's what they do um their their job is to actually do um sledding you know uh it's it's what the dog is built to do you know and what you what you want it to do so if it wants to lay in the lands with you, hats off to you. <laughs> <laughs> Mine lay on my bed. <laughs> so have you had any sort of like uh, interesting off-track adventures while Willow's been in charge? Uh, yeah, we chased a rabbit once and we went down a six-metre cliff. Um, so, yeah, <laughs> so that was, that was interesting. Um, and it was – I threw everything out with the Kellick. So, but in, in, in saying that, I had to, and, and the one thing that the drivers do, um, as, you, as you know, Robert, calm is the key. <laughs> <laughs> so because if, if you're losing it, the dog's going to lose it because you're a top dog, you're running the show. So if, if, you, if you've lost it, the dog's are going to lose it. So you need to walk up and be as calm as you can. Your heart's pounding, your hands are sweating. You, 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 you've got no blood in your body whatsoever because you just lost it because you just went over a cliff. You've got to walk up to the lead dog, pat it on the head, and go, now we've got to go back up the hill. <laughs> do your round, guys. Do your round. So, yeah. And the marshal stand at the top of the hill. You know you've got to come back up where you went off. Yes, thank you for that. So, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. So um, we had more trouble with wildlife. Um, Willow had a had a, an experience with um, up where I run, up the back of the Wadigan Mountains, there are wild dogs. And uh, we got ghosted. When I mean ghosted, he actually tracked us side by side. And Willow knew who was there. Hart did too. But um, I called him on, which is, a, it's, which is a word that we use. It's called on by. So, mm -hmm. And, and it's, to, it's to let the dog know that I know it's there you need to keep moving forward and you need to keep moving forward because if we stop, things are just going to go sideways. So we got ghosted probably two or three Ks and this dog popped out in, in, in front and, um, and it, was a, it was a beautiful looking animal actually. I, I was quite impressed with it. It was a big German shepherd and um, it had two or three, but it, it's, it must have sized up the team. Um, and then just disappeared. Just, okay. And I, I've been, Willow was the one that actually kept us going forward. So uh, the boys wanted it. The boys wanted to, to, to um, flex their muscles, but um, Willow, to, to, to her um, credit, she actually made that team do what she was supposed to do. So, which was, which was great. So that, that, and that's, and that's, you don't teach that stuff. You just, she just, wants to please so and the other one was at uh, Belanglo State Forest I was running a six dog team I was lost I was gone I was gone for two hours 
um, <laughs> I was I was I was lost. I was trying to find a main road, and I on the and it was in the it was in the dark. So it, I was by by myself in the dark at Belanglo State Forest. So picture all that. <laughs> so it's during a, a race or a training run? No, it was a training run. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were down there. We were down there to see uh, Dave, and we did a we did a run. Um, before we went home. So while it was cool enough, we took them out for a run. So I were, it was the first time I ever seen a deer in a forest. And um, I had on the front of my, my rig, I've got a 2000 lumen light and it's a beautiful big light. Um, and I'm, I'm, I finally mounted, found the main road and I sort of recognised where I was going. And I was going down this road and it's a horse. And it was this, just this big figure in the thing. Why is that horse wearing a hat? And it was a big five-point deer. And I'd never seen one before. And as soon as, the, as soon as the dogs had smelled it, they just popped it back to second away they went. And this deer took off, and I swear it never touched the ground. It was such a beautiful thing to see. But we chased it for about two kilometres, this thing. Never, ever got close to it. But it's the first time I've ever seen a deer. Yeah, a horse with a hat. This big five point hat it was. So yeah, so Willow Willow had seen it and she got, yeah, I'll, I'll I'll see what this is. So yeah, so we, we took off at Belangla. And the funny thing was it actually ran back to the where we were, but it ran back to my camp. So so it actually brought me home. So which was which was great. So so yeah, so she's um she's quite happy to chase wildlife, uh, wombats, paddy melons, kangaroos, uh, Small rabbits, emus, <laughs> chasing emu. So yes, uh, <laughs> so yes, yeah, so, and that's that's the one thing you always got your your hand on the brake because um because something can come out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so yeah, so yeah, me horse, me horse with me hat, and me kangaroo, and me wombat. So so yeah. So Willow, have any strange sort of habits uh, at home? Uh, which one would you like, right? <laughs> <laughs> she pulls the squeaker out all the toys. She hates the squeaker. Um, what else? She she talks too much. <laughs> um, she'll come inside and she'll dob. She'll t- she'll she'll talk to about the other puppies. And uh, oh, really? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, what else? She's she's quite a funny, and she'll snort at you. She, she, she doesn't get the answers she wants. She snorts. She, she snorts yeah. like a horse. So, <laughs> but when she's when she's disgusted, she turns her back on you. She look at you and go, "Yeah, that's not the answer I want." And she walk out behind you. Where are you going? She look mm-hmm. at you and just keep going. <laughs> yes, that. Oh, I could think of plenty more, but you you'd be here for hours. <laughs> And I think that's I think that's I think that's Siberian. Um, I think because she's got latitude, she thinks she um she thinks she, <laughs> she thinks she's allowed to do that. <laughs> I'm not going to say a word. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the snorting, the snorting, to 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 watch the snorting's funny. Yeah, Marley sometimes gives <laughs> us that sideways and the uh, the big, <sighs> big. Yeah, <laughs> you think like. What? <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's it. There. Um, the, look, the, look of, the look of disgust. <laughs> what are you doing that for? Something in mind. <laughs> okay, yeah. Pete, you've got to finish this sentence for me. Yep. I can't believe Willow once ate. 
<laughs> Everything. <laughs> Everything. <laughs> she ate my. She ate my glasses. She <laughs> ate uh, her son. Her son actually um, ate my bifold doors and my architraves. Um, what else? My, ate my hat. Um, chewed it to pieces. Um, what else? Uh, the knob. The knob on my bed. Um, I, I I wore this hat. I went to I went to Alaska and Canada for for dogs. And I uh, I come out and I, a mate gave me a hat. Darren Brown gave me a hat, and it's blue eyes see the wind, and it, and I wore it every day <laughs> for a month. <laughs> and I come home, and I I didn't want to come in the front door because uh, uh, a good friend of ours was actually looking after my dogs. So I went through the garage and I come around the back and um, I come up the ramp and they saw me and I, I end up my back and I was just happy to see me and, and, and I didn't mind that, but I didn't notice my hat was gone. They knocked my hat off and I, um, I didn't think anything of it. And she'll come next day and she said, do you know what that is? She, do you recognise it? And it was a little blue dot. It, it, it looked like a button. And uh, she ate my hat, and that's what was left in the yard. Um, it had gone through her system. So, so if you, could you can you imagine? Are you hearing what I'm saying? Yeah, so, yeah I'm hearing. I'm with, yeah. <laughs> so shells, shells done poo patrol, and there, there's a little blue dot in one of them. And I said, I said to Shaw, I said, I can't find my hat. Do you know where it is? And she said, Do you recognise that? <laughs> <laughs> and I went. They ate the whole lot, and she said, "Yeah, even the peak, even the bar, and except for the plastic bed on the peak." And so, yeah, so I had to ring my mate and say, "Listen, can you give me another hat? My dog's ate it." <laughs> so, <laughs> so, yeah, well, I ate my hat. And I'm guessing so, yeah. no, no ill effects or runs to the vet no. or anything. So, no, mate, no, no, no. it Good. just all went through and all <laughs> come out, except for the little blue bit. So, yeah, so, so, <laughs> so yeah, so. Um, over the years, she's eaten oh, she, those rope toys. Mm-hmm. Yep. She ate one of those rope toys. Uh, that was that was eventful. It was um, it was terrible coming out. Um, what else? Oh, just a multitude of things. <laughs> um, um, Lego bricks. Um, oh, no. <laughs> what what else? And I I, I can't I. I that would have hurt. I really would have. Go, yeah, um, going through the system. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, rags and, and just sterling stuff out of my shed and, you know, ends of brooms. Uh, toilet brushes. Uh, toilet rolls. Toilet rolls. Um, <laughs> where do I stop? Where do I stop? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. So what's Big this work. taste like? Crunch, it's gone. So, yeah. So, um, yeah. Uh, what are they? Everything, 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 anything that they can get hold of, and <laughs> my veranda. They ate my veranda. Um, I had to replace all the bottom rail. When they teeth, it must uh, the Oregon. They didn't touch anything else. Only the Oregon. So, okay, so, interesting. So uh, I, I don't, I don't know whether Oregon has got anything to do with it. But yeah, they ate all the Oregon. They left all the other stuff, all the pine and crap, but they ate the Oregon. Ate the expensive stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very, very much for having the the chat and sharing the life of of Willow. 
Um, do you want to give a quick plug to the uh, club? I would, actually. Thank you. Robert, thank you so much. Um, Siberian Express is a club for everybody, uh, a club for people who have got dogs. You don't have to have Siberian. I love Siberian Huskies. Um, Robert has a dog, <laughs> a Marley, and, he, and she's beautiful. So, yeah, so you don't have to have a Siberian Husky. If you have a puppy and you would like, you would like to actually learn how to exercise your dog, because that's what it is. It's there for fun. It's, you don't have to race. It really doesn't. We're there to help you, help you and your dog. There's no obligation. We have an open day. When this, um, this issue is over, we have an open day. Please, just call us. Um, we're willing to help. We, we, we want you. I've done all I need to do. I've done all the, the titles, uh, the Australian and, and, and done all that. Uh, I want to give back what I've got from the, the mentors that I had, uh, the Donnies and the, and the, and the Clem Buttendorfs and, and all these people that have, that have made sledding for me enjoyable. And this is, this is what, uh, our committee, the Siberian Express, want to do for you. It's not, it's um, not, you don't have to race. You just enjoy your life and your puppy's life. You just need and a dog that uh, likes to run. Correct. They all, they all, wanna, they all want to run. It's just where to is the point. <laughs> Thank you very much again. You take care and I'm hoping to see you soon. Robert, take care, my friend. I will see you. Uh, I will see you on the road. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much for listening. I hope that you enjoyed the show. If you did, it would be appreciated if you could leave a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening to this show from. Better still, tell a friend, like or share or something. <laughs> Let me know. I'd love some feedback. If you want to check out the Relaxed Dog Podcast Facebook group to uh, get in contact with me, make any comments, and look, I would love your help to make this a better listening experience for you. Until next week, stay safe, and remember, your dog is family. <laughs>